scrimmage. Here's Cora. Welcome to the Casuals to Degenerates podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco, and with me, as always, is the Southern Bear. Welcome, Tweet. Howdy. Yeah, I mean, it seems like I'm the only mainstay on this thing anymore. I, I just don't know what we have to do to entice Jacob to actually attend the show. I, I can't really figure it out, like... I, I don't know what he wants. He he got Anthony Richardson, so I kind of thought that would keep him around. But like, I'm honest, I'm honestly worried that he might leave the league. Like I've already feel like he's left the podcast two weeks in a row. Like, and it's for a Chris Stapleton concert. Like, what college team does he even play for? I don't. I don't even know. But if there's anything I do know, Chris Stapleton. Could not throw Jacob Belleville very far. Facts. On a separate note, I did get a text message from Jacob. Guess who else from our league is at this concert? Oh, no shit. Don't tell me. Nate? No, no, no. Not not Nate. Nate's probably at a baseball game coaching somewhere. Big L. And he knew that it was Big L. By two things. He saw him in his sequence uh, jeans, mm-hmm. with his cowboy boots, and his Manti Teo jersey. Do you think he had a fake girlfriend with him? I mean, high probability. If you're wearing the Teo jersey, you're definitely hanging out with your fake girlfriend. Well, you know, Chad, if you take her to the concert, like I hope she repays you. Yeah. By, you know, buying you a drink. Those drinks are really expensive. You yeah, know, I heard they're like $12 these days. So, well, that's, that's enough of uh, our jibber-jabber here. I need you guys to go. Make sure you rate, review the podcast. We are uh, booming now. I think we're up to about uh, 27 downloads a week. So, I mean... I'm not going to say that we've had ESPN ask, but I have definitely turned them down um, just because we're 
screw ESPN and we're just going to be way bigger. I agree. And I, I think we need to, you know, as big as we're getting, we're probably going to need a secretary to, you know, figure all this stuff out. So I don't know what Grim does on, on the, the weekdays or weekends, but maybe he could be our secretary. Can't. We're going to need somebody to work past like 2 p.m. when he goes to bed. Oh, valid point. Also, can't have him be misplacing that five-star notebook paper. We would never know what's going on. Yeah, we can't have a uh, Kenny Pickett playbook in the car type scenario. Don't want that. Also, something you you haven't mentioned here on the podcast tweet. Um, do I sound any different? Yeah, you're sounding crisp. You know, like a, when you first open a bush light and take that first sip, crisp. I broke down, I bought a nice little microphone here for our little podcast. I asked Brett what it would take for him to listen to this podcast, and he said he would think about thinking about listening if I bought a microphone. So I go out and I get a microphone. So now I'm hoping that Brett will start thinking about thinking about listening to this. I mean, in my opinion, that's a lot of thinking. Um, I don't know if Brett does that much thinking usually, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, I have seen his college roster and it gets second two times in a row. So he needs to do more thinking if, you know, all of his thinking can only get him second place. Valid point. Valid, valid point. All right, so let's get into our quick hitter. We've got a game of Who Am I? Tweet, it's only you playing. So, a lot of pressure. I'm the best at this game, though. You are. You are the best. So, for those of you, uh, millions and millions of people listening now, all y'all, go through the uh, quick rundown here. I am going to pick a player, NCAA side or NFL side. I'm going to give five clues. To our participants, in this case, the Southern Bear. Within those five clues, you will be able to guess who this person is. If not, what are you doing here? So let's get into it. Oh, also, the first three clues are are pretty tough, but just interesting stats or facts or, or things about them. So I'll go through those relatively quick. Clue number one. I am a wide receiver going into my third season of college. So now I've narrowed it down to 131 schools. I don't know how many. A couple years. So I had a weighted dominator rating of 32.7%. The average is 18%. So pretty good. Now, we're probably like top 60 schools, so I'm really narrowing it down for you, Tweet. I got nothing. Nothing. All right. I was fourth in the nation in receiving touchdowns last year. Man. Scored a lot of touchdowns. I got to look at this a little more closely. Uh, Grim, if you happen to be listening, Tweet's phone died, so there is no looking this up. So we'll definitely know if he's cheating or not. He's showing his hands. All right, clue number four. Clue number four. I am in the Big Ten East. I've now narrowed it down to seven teams. Uh, Lock it in. Lock it in. 
Well, you're the only one here. So who do you who do you believe it is? Is it Marvin Harrison? It is Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Jr. Harrison. Marvin Harrison played for the Colts, uh, <laughs> and I think he played for Syracuse. So you were wrong there. It was Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, forgot. Yeah, you got to <laughs> minor details. Um, clue number five was my dad played with Peyton Manning. So Brandon Stokely. <laughs> Not quite. Brandon Stokely's dad? I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, I don't know either. And I think Brandon played with – it is what it is. So, so that that is the game of who am I. All right. Let's get into some news. We got some news both NFL and college side this, uh, this evening. This week was a little bit more going on than last week. Let's start with Jim Harbaugh saying that the Michigan backfield looking to get Donovan Edwards more involved, hoping to get each running back about 12 to 15 touches a game. Tweet, you are a um, – why, why am I blanking on his name? Quorum. Quorum owner. What do you uh, think about this? I think it's not great news for me, but I also – I also wonder if it's just coach talk. Um, we're going to do this. And uh, odds are when they say they're going to do this, they're going to ride the hot hand, um, in my opinion, which doesn't bode well because you're playing that game of who to play every week. But uh, I still don't think Quorum has lost anything. He was great last year. You might as well keep keep running the workhorse. So. I'm wondering if it's maybe a little bit telling um, that maybe Quorum's knee isn't back to what it was, and they probably might ease him back into the start of the season. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious if they're just trying to get out of, ahead of it, saying it's more of a Donovan Edwards being good than Blake Quorum's knee and trying to protect him to, to maybe get him to the NFL. Yeah. I, I mean, we know it's Quorum's job, right? And – I don't think Jim's going to turn his back on him. Edwards is very talented. I mean, we've seen it, but it definitely – I can see it being the knee issue and, and figuring that all out too. So, And we've got big news coming out of the Mountain West. We've got San Diego State has put in their letter to the Mountain West saying that uh, they no longer want to be a part of that conference. So we've got a free agent, San Diego State, out there, who's going to take them? I'm thinking it's between the Pac-12 and uh, the Big 12. What are your thoughts, Tweet? Well, I, I've never heard of an entire team hitting the transfer portal outside of Colorado, but uh, the actual physical team yeah. hit the transfer portal, and they're leaving. All um, athletics, not just – yeah. <laughs> Like bring bring women's tennis. Yeah. Uh, bring you know baseball. Bring the bat. I mean basketball team did pretty well. It's it's like Howard Dean when he said we're then we're gonna take New Hampshire and then we're gonna take Idaho. It, <laughs> San Diego State's like we're taking all of them. We're taking all our teams. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. At, I mean at this point that's the only place they can go, but. I mean, I think Big 12 makes the most sense. Like, why why go to the Pac-12 and then with all the talk of them dissolving damn near anyways, like, 
what is San Diego State going to add to the Pac-12 that's going to keep the Pac-12 alive? Yeah, so. or or you have them go to the Pac-12. So Pac-12 doesn't have a TV deal. They keep saying, oh, wait, wait, wait. So you go there. Big 12 gets a better deal or something. Or you leave, and they've talked about the four corner schools going to the Big 12. You go there, it's like, all right. And then next year, the four corners go to the Big 12. And you're like, oh, crap. This, this isn't exactly what we thought it would be. I think it just makes, honestly, the most sense of why even go there? Just go to the Big 12. Yeah, You've got um, the commissioner making some strong moves. Get San Diego State. Get the West Coast games. And you've got that television market there. you got, you know, West Virginia on the East Coast. You've got um, San Diego there on the West. It's pretty much like a minor league Big Ten deal well, that you got going on. You throw San Diego State in and say they do it right away. I mean, maybe that's going to entice the, those Arizona schools to come on in and then the Colorado and Utah schools to come on in. Like, okay, we've got a West Coast team now. I think we need to jump ship and head on over too. That could because be- then you've got like I don't really know how much the NCAA looks at and like athletics look at traveling. I mean, obviously with UCLA and USC going to Rutgers, things like that probably not super important. But if you have San Diego State go to the Big Twelve, I think you can then convince those four school four corner schools like, hey, you could have a you know, a division rival, or I guess probably not divisions because you won't have divisions anymore, but you'll have a Big 12 rival that you won't have to travel as far for. Yeah. Um, again, and then for San Diego State, you know, why don't I just go to the Pac-12 and then I don't have to travel as much, but then you might be dissolved. So something that I was reading a little bit more into it, and what San Diego State did was they – actually asked so they asked the school like hey because they had to tell them by the end of july okay um are you going to be a part of the conference going forward or not or i think no they it was the end of june and they asked to be pushed back to the end of july to make a decision and the conference said no make a decision now so they said all right we don't we don't want to be a part of, of the conference. So that was also interesting is they wanted to push him back. Um, but the conference didn't want to give him that leeway. So I don't know, bad terms, but I think it's something the the big 12 should, should go get San Diego state. Might as well. Next big news, we have Austin Simmons. He is the number three quarterback in the 2025 class. He reclassifies to be in the 2023 class. He is a four-star currently. He commits to Florida to only like two days later decommit from Florida and go to Ole Miss. So now he's (laughs) – Florida just can't seem to land – Anybody, they got Lagway coming in uh, this this year, but or next year, next. But uh, yeah, Florida Gators just having a tough time ever since that Rayola fiasco, getting in uh, quarterbacks. But what are your thoughts there, tweet with a 2025 quarterback reclassifying two years 
to this year? I mean, first thought is he's got to be smarter than me. Um, <laughs> so no way I was graduating the high school two years early. Um, so I do think he maybe got some special attention when it came to to those credits because turns out he was homeschooled. Oh, well, yeah, I could have fucking passed homeschool. Jesus. <laughs> so, you know, hey. give yourself some credit, Tweet. Oh, yeah. I mean, when your mom's your teacher, anybody can pass. Yeah. Just don't sleep with her. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> uh, anywho, um, I don't know why it's intriguing to me. He's 17, I believe. Yep. Um, so he's a little older for his age. Well, he's not uh, older for his age. His uh, age older, is his for age. His, older for his grade. Excuse me. Yeah. So he's pretty much like what he should be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe a year ahead. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this kind of just poses a question to me, like, top three quarterback 2025 comes into 2023. He's obviously not going to be in the Nico, you know, all those guys – like conversation, but like, is he a guy that we take? Like, should you take him? I, I mean, I I think I'd think about it. I mean, I don't know. What do you I, think? I am off on Austin Simmons. I do not want a piece of it. Um, I think reclass. So, I think getting to college like a semester early is good for development on the playbook, you know, learning where your classes are, figuring out where good places to eat are, things like that. But if you come and you're supposed to be in the 2025 class, like what kind of reps are you losing at a high school level? Like granted, there are different reps at a college level, but when you're at practice, your ones are getting those. Like you're not really getting those reps. Like so, how much development are you are you missing out on? Um, that then you maybe don't hit your ceiling. I, I didn't really look into Austin Simmons as to what high school he goes to, or if he's if his mom has an affiliated school that he's the only player on. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but that is that is my concern. So. You know, I am going to let somebody else take that leap. And if they want to stash him for like two years before they can, you know, play, I just feel like he'll get recruited over, even though he's a top quarterback now. Well, if he doesn't develop, he's probably only going to go down, probably not go up. Yeah. I mean, really, all he's going to develop is maybe strength and conditioning wise, but like he's not getting the reps unless he is just. That good. I mean, he, he he could surprise us, and you know his homeschool flag football games in the backyard. He was really good there. It sounds like so. Yeah. Um, maybe he does surprise everybody, but yeah, I think I'm with you. You don't you don't grab and stash. I think you you wait. He's going to come around in the next supplemental draft or the next one. I mean. Yeah, if, he, if he's a crazy talent and he turns out to be just amazing at seventeen, he's going to get picked up with somebody's uh, somebody's waiver wires pick. So, yep. Um, our next piece of news is Micah Hudson, twenty twenty four wide receiver, 
he is crystal balled to Texas Tech. Um, so Micah Hudson, uh, I think it was. You know, give me a second here, tweet. I gotta double check this. I get confused on a couple of different these twenty twenty four wide receivers. Yeah, so he was going to Texas. Yep. So he was going to Texas and flips his um, recruitment to Texas Tech. He hasn't committed, but he's got crystal balled there. So what what do you make of this? Going from Texas to pretty, pretty much locked in there to Texas Tech. Yeah, I don't – I mean, I get it. You, you go to Texas, you're competing against some elite, you know, recruits coming in or whatnot. But I've been seeing a lot of this talk about this Texas Tech movement. Um, I follow some Big 12 stuff. Uh, Patty Mahomes is kind of kind of trying to lead the charge on Twitter, too. Just trying to bring these dudes in and, and trying to, like, hype up Texas Tech. So, I don't know what they got churning down there. Um, I don't know. You got, Kit, you got Kitley. You yeah. got Kitley coming. You know, he, he came from Western Kentucky last yeah. year, comes as the offensive coordinator, brings that system there, and was kind of a disappointment last year, I think, underachieving. Yeah. But, yeah, he would be the guy. I mean, are we looking at the next Michael Crabtree in terms of, like, wide receiver dominance? Not the same types, but, like, because that's probably, like, the best wide receiver that Texas Tech has had mm-hmm. in a while. It's Michael Crabtree. I would agree. Yeah, I just – I think I think there's a – it's going to be weird. I think Texas Tech is going to somehow be secretly relevant on this, uh, on this recruiting trail, especially as Texas is leaving the Big 12. And I think having an alum like uh, Patrick Mahomes probably helps with the NIL money. The, yeah, that, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the hottest name in the NFL right now. I, you got you to gotta assume people are going to want to, you know, kind of follow along. It's just just what they do. Our next piece of news, the last piece of college news here, is Dylan Rayola will transfer to Buford, Georgia, for his senior season. Usually there's a red flag when you have got a athlete – moving to their third high school in four years. But it seems like every year he goes up in competition. Um, I don't really know how Buford is, but it's in Georgia. He's committed to Georgia. Word on the street is this Buford Georgia team has a safety. That is so Buford is from my understanding is this powerhouse in, in Georgia. And there is a, recruit that Georgia would like. And then we have Rayola going there, maybe trying to recruit this said safety over to Georgia because he is not uh, crystal balled to Georgia at the time. That is some heavy recruiting. If Kirby Smart is going and getting a top recruit and said, you know what? We don't really care what your stats are. We need you to go over here and get this guy. It's a power move. 
I also didn't realize you could just transfer high schools like that. Uh, maybe we didn't uh, here in Ankeny, Iowa. Maybe we didn't understand how that worked. But yeah, apparently you can just go wherever. Like, yeah, I'm curious. Like, I am an adult. I have a job. Do I just send my kid to another state? I feel like I have to move with my kid. Does my job allow that? Do I have to find another job? Is Georgia paying for my house? I don't really know. I'm not really sure with the NIL and all this. Who really knows what's happening? Well, Tweet, you're here. What kind of NFL news do you have for us? Uh, my first piece of NFL news is Jacob's at a Chris Stapleton concert. And what actionable things can I do with that? I'm not sure what we can do with the information that we have. Um, but we're going to try our hardest. I just feel like I went at work. I feel like I just went to a meeting. And then from our meeting, what comes from it is another meeting. And I feel like that that was a waste of time tweet. So what actual news can we do with, with him going to a, Chris Stapleton concert. Oh, okay. Um, this might have been the best filibuster for you to find your dead phone, get it turned on, and get a show sheet ever. Something about Dobbins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, J.K. Dobbins looking for that money, that bag. What do you think? Yeah, so J.K. Dobbins talking about maybe holding out because he wants some of that money. Um, he hasn't been healthy. When he does play, he's been pretty good, except for like the end of the year when he only had one leg and was like hobbling around on it. So I don't based off of other running backs currently, we've got Dalvin Cook available. We've got Zeke still available. I don't see him getting any money. And this might be his last year. Like we'll see if he's can get a second contract somewhere. What are you paying the guy for? I mean, that production you can get a third, fourth, fifth round running backs too. So there's no point. Uh, Grimm's, why does it say Grimm's boyfriend? Oh, yep. excuse me, Saquads. Saquads, yep. Saquads looking at holding out. Um, can't blame him. The running back money's not there, though. So I had watched an interview with Saquon Barkley saying that he was holding out because he did not want to be on Grimm's team anymore. And as soon as he is off of Grimm's team, he would report to camp. Hmm. That is what interview I saw on the, on the line, as uh, the young kids say, I believe. That's some inside information. Yep. Um, so I feel like, Grimm, as soon as you let go of Saquon, He'll start balling. Um, otherwise, he's probably holding out, and then you'll get no value from him. So it comes down to the point, Grim. is do you want to see Saquon as a person ball? He's your favorite player to watch, but you're going to be so greedy that you're not going to let him play because you want him on your team, which then he's going to hold out. So then you don't get to watch him anyways. So just trade him. Um Trade him to Brett or somebody. 
Um, we know you won't trade with me. It's pretty well documented. You uh, hate trading with me. I think we have it recorded. Probably. I mean, don't see eye to eye. So, and I, you know, you're always right and I'm always wrong. So, can't have different opinions. Here we are. Just trade Saquon to somebody. It doesn't have to be me. Tyreek Hill is going to be in your neck of the woods. Tweet. What's yeah. you got going on there in uh, Des Moines? I don't know. It's a little weird uh, playing one of our high, going to one of our high school rivals' uh, fields. Um, rumor has it he's putting on a camp. Uh, so, like, for the kids, maybe? Is that what I'm hearing? That's what I heard. So, I decided to do a little bit more digging. I tried to sign up for this camp, which... As a 34-year-old male. As a 34-year-old male, try to sign up for this uh, kid's uh, camp. And, I mean, it let me go pretty far. And honestly, I probably could have done it. But it's no camp at all. It is, you pay money to watch Tyree Kill do a workout. And based on how much money you give is how much of the workout you get to see. And then also depending on how much money that you had paid for the package, you either get a signed picture that you have to bring your own thing for, or there is a provided picture that he signs, or you can get a picture taken with him and then he signs it, or you can have a picture with your family and then he signs it. And there's no camp. There's, there is no camp. There is nothing that the kids are doing except for watching Tyreek Hill work out. Like who what I mean, what kid doesn't want to go watch Tyreek Hill run sprints and then do a few squats and push-ups? Like I don't so one of the packages was like six hundred dollars for like watching him work out for a half hour and a kid's picture with him. And I have a hard time as a parent. If my kid wanted to do this, like, oh, that'd be really cool. But I cannot bring myself to spend $600 to watch about a half hour to 45 minutes of this workout and for you to get his autograph. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do it either. I mean, I, I, I would not let my dogs go and <laughs> and watch that for a half hour. What, what if they got to watch Air Bud work out? Okay, I mean, 300 bucks and I'm in. <laughs> but, but Tyreek Hill, the dogs, no. I mean, I'm that's those are my children and I don't care how big of fans of Tyreek the cheetah they are. Um, I know they try to chase the cheetah down in the backyard for sure. Um, but no, we're, we're not in. Well, do your dogs like boats? Oh, yeah. So the, the Golden does. Murphy, he loves boats. I. So he might be a Tyreek Hill fan because what? also this week we had Tyreek Hill get on what I assume is a deep sea fishing boat, uh, board it. The crew told him to get off. That's not his boat. He proceeded to hit an individual and say, we can buy this boat and all of you. 
I don't know if you can say that, first of all. Second of all, I I don't trust Tyreek anymore. And third, this is his second assault type thing uh, that's happened in the last, I don't know, five years ish. Why is this? It just. This screams Antonio Brown esque into career, into retirement kind of stuff. Like Antonio was like throwing stuff off a balcony at people at one point in time. Like all this was also in Florida, which I think they're onto something. Florida has some crazies. Uh, I say some because we have multiple listeners down there. Um, You guys are not the crazies, but. Definitely, Florida drives some people a little, little bonkers. Yeah, I, I just don't know what's happened. Uh, they said that they're not going to press charges, but he's still under police investigation. And I believe that's all the NFL news that uh, we got. Is that right, tweet? Yeah, I, I don't have much else. All right. Well, we did have a trade go down, but it was not Nate. Nate has gone silent. No, nothing in the chat. I will do a welfare check on the guy. Um, so we do we do pull our trade counter up to 34 for the year. We had Jacob, um, the Chris Stapleton lover, and Ian made a trade. So we had Ian trading away Malik Neighbors, a 2023 NCAA 205 and a 2024 NCAA 6th round for Luther Burden, and a 2023-303. So Ian moves about around back. He gets Luther Burden, gives up Malik Neighbors, and an extra six in 2024. What are your thoughts there, Tweet? First thought is, is it feels like Jacob could be taking the grim approach. Like, I need a little bit more. Well, I need a little bit more on nickel, the draft picks. Nickel and diming. It seems like that, yeah. Um, I, I don't love it for Ian. Um, in my opinion, Ian's loser of this trade. Uh, he gives up, you know, a very, very, you know, skilled guy and neighbors. Guy's putting up points. He's, he's a good wide receiver. Um, giving up a, a round earlier to get a round later. And then giving up a six-rounder, which is the nickel and dime part, I believe. So it just seems a little odd to me. I think Jacob is really, you know, after we had Grimm on the show last week, I know he wasn't here, but he clearly listened. Um, and he just really took the nickel and diming to heart. So, You know what? I think, I think Jacob lost this because – we all remember Malik Neighbors cannot catch. He had the he had that muffed punt to begin the year, and I think it's left a sour taste in Ian's mouth. He's you know couldn't have that on his team anymore, and Ian is just galaxy braining this. He is like, you know what, Jacob, you can go ahead and take two hundred five and next year's pick because I've seen you draft, and I ain't scared of you. I ain't scared at all. I'll t- go back around and get Luther Burden, who plays for Missouri, didn't do a lot, but still has crazy upside. I think 
Ian wins this trade because he thinks he's just a much better drafter than Jacob. He's like, I'm willing to tie my hand behind my back in 2024 and still win. I I think that's crazy, but I don't know. It just seems seems a little fishy, and I think Ian gave up a little too much. And then I want to have a quick talk with Ian here. So, Ian, we're the only ones here. No one else is on the podcast. I've reached out to you on, on Facebook Messenger. We've, we've talked. I have asked you, do you have any players that you like on my team? You said, yes, of course. And I said, who? And I've been ghosted two different times. And we've had different conversations, even after those ghostings. I feel like you don't want to trade with me. And I haven't felt this hurt in a very, very long time. I want I want to make a trade with you, Ian. And I don't even care what it is. I just honestly I just want you to tell me who on my team you want. That's all I've been looking for. And then you make a trade with Jacob. My arch nemesis. And I'm like, where did this come from? And it's like, oh, well, he sent this over. And then we were close and we talked about it. And I was like, well, I've sent you stuff. And then you just decline it. And then you don't want to talk about it. Or the one that I can't even remember what it was. But you're like, you know what? That's a really fair trade. But I can't let you have that player. I'm like, well, you won't take fair trades from me? I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's slippery slope. It's slippery slope. I think I think we need to to talk. I think we need to come up with a trade. All right. I can't now, believe Ian would ghost you. Oh, you heard that? I thought that was just between me and Ian. Oh, excuse me. Were you eavesdropping? Yeah. Sorry about that one. All right. Well, now I'm going to turn it back on so everybody else can listen. So now we're going to get into our highly anticipated manager interview questions. We've only got two managers left. We've got the Southern Bear, Audi, and myself. And tonight we're going to interview Tweet. Tweet. What is the biggest thing you've learned in the last 2 years in this league? Biggest thing I've learned. You know, I don't learn a whole lot, <laughs> but I've learned to trust your own instinct, go after what you want to go after, and fuck what Jacob Belleville says. Those are, those are solid, solid takes. Yeah. I mean, you just kind of got to, you just kind of got to go for, for what you feel and what you want. Like. There's no right or wrong way to do this league. I mean, there's not like I've seen I mean, there there can be, but if you want to really attack the college side, you can attack the college side all you want. If you really want to attack the NFL side, you can attack the NFL side. You can try to do both. You can fleece people. Um, I think we've all learned quite a few different things about stuff like that. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think it's – my learning experience is 
maybe not go as crazy on the college side and not, not try to like trade for all the really good guys and then trade them all again. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so although I, I have an addiction to trading. Um, Do I you? I mean, what what trades have you – I feel like you, you got snake bit on your bachelor party and then you've been hesitant to trade since. The, the, the one trade – that I regret is the Brees Hall trade. Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson. Um, you traded both of them away to Nate? I did. And yeah. did you feel fleeced? Well, I wasn't fleeced. I feel like I got guys and I turned around and traded the guys, and then I didn't get guys that were as good as the guys that I traded or mm. that I traded to Nate originally. So, so, I don't know. You live and you learn. Just F it, man. Just but you miss, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Exactly. Um, I, for some reason, want to win the league that pays the least amount. Um, <laughs> and I want to win it so bad that I just sell for those guys. Um Hasn't quite worked yet, but we're we're making progress. Would it would it feel like a success if you had a better record than me on the college side, or it's championship or bust? No, it's championship or bust. I'm I'm a I'm an elite college squad um, that has yet to finish. Like I've finished third been the same top three the last two years yeah um it's if it makes you feel any better had you not played me the your second game i would have won it all you would have won it all but you ran to a bud saw that is the nfl talent yeah i just i just don't I don't know. I'm keep. I'm gonna keep chasing my college dreams. I'm gonna keep selling out till I get that college championship. All Even right, pays less. How did you feel that year two went overall in the C two C league? I mean, we had our ups and we had some downs. Um, the downs were in comparison to the the uh, the old Grand Canyon. Um, Is your NFL team? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then the the ups are, are pretty high up there. I wouldn't say Mount Everest, but Mount McClellan or something. Whatever the third uh, highest whatever the third highest mountain is. Yeah, third highest mountain, Mount McClellan, Mount Ivy. I don't know. I'm just making up shit at this point. Well, um, you you do know everything, so the pretty much. But uh I, I just think. Wow. I just looked up what the third largest mountain in the world is. And it's. Kanga Changa. King. King. Chang. Jenga. All right. Well, it's that's in, it's, in Asia. it's in Asia. It is. Uh, let's see here. It is in uh, Nepal. Oh yeah, and goes also through India. So I did. There know you that. go. So 
So yep, I did know that. I mean, you might as well change your team name to Kang Chen Jenga. Yeah, I probably will. Probably won't even spell check it. Um, <laughs> it's just like it sounds. Yeah, yeah. Just sound it out. I should be. I should be good there. Uh, year two went all right. I, I I continue to bring talent from the college side to the NFL side, which is my goal. Which is kind of why I sold on the NFL side, anyways, out the gates. Um, I like to bring talent in. Even though some people don't think I have talent, I do bring talent up to the pros frequently. I I can't identify, especially these these older guys. I pay a lot of attention to college football, so I I know who who, in my opinion, is going to be good, and they seem to keep getting drafted. So I think we're doing okay. I'm trying to remember. We made a trade where you got Braylon Allen. I'm trying to remember who that was for or who that consisted of. Cooper Cup. Was Cooper Cup? No, no, it wasn't. Was it? I don't remember. I thought so. I don't know. Maybe. But you definitely got Braylon Allen there. Uh, I think it was during – I think it was the beginning of the year. Does that sound right? Did you have them all year last year, or did you get them? Half the year. Half the year? Probably, like, got them in, like, October, November. Gotcha. I, don't, I do not recall who, who we got for that, but somebody in the league, look up the bylaws because Tweet does not know where they are. They're at the bottom of the page. You can find that out. Let us know. I don't even know what a bylaw is. Oh, man, Tweet, I tell you. So what is your biggest weakness on the NFL side? Besides your team. I mean, honestly, the the team, we're coming together a little bit, you know. we're. I was just told you bring talent to the NFL. Why are you finding this a very hard question to answer? Well, so I bring talent to the NFL, and then I I traded all my talent that I brought to the NFL, mainly to Nate. And so – And then Nate won't even trade anybody anything. Yeah, now he just gave up on trading after he took all my guys. Because he knew I was drunk, um, I, I, I think this is the strengths or weaknesses. <laughs> this is the weakness. I think one of my main weaknesses is Tua's head. Um, <laughs> and then, I would call it a weakness. I'd call it a soft spot. <laughs> yeah, at this point in time, I don't think a helmet's helping. Um, you got that, and you got Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's going to go smoke Washuwaku. Well, word on the street is that words are very powerful. Those are vibes. Did you did you see that quote that he, he I had? Just, I did not, but I did see he's going to start talking about hallucinogens on, the, <laughs> on some talk show. So, yeah. Yeah. He said something about, you know, that words are very powerful and this and that. It's like, all right, man, psychedelic. I I would say my biggest weakness on the NFL side, the roster's not great. I got some talent there, like, and it's not old talent. It's young. Um, It's quarterback is my biggest issue and probably running back. I need I need a few more running backs to come up and make an impact, but um. Quarterback wise, for sure. Well, you got a whole bunch of quarterbacks on, on your uh, college side, so hopefully, just a matter of time. Yeah, I'm trying to hit. You know, I, I think quarterbacks that game where 
you got to have quite a few to have a chance. Yep. You got Murph nonned on a, a bone over there. What's going on? Out just slamming a bone right now. <laughs> Wants to hang out with dad. Right. Slamming a bone. I hear you. So what are your biggest strengths on the NFL side? Um, You know, I'd like to just mention, I think Chris Olave is going to be a strength. He's not a full strength yet, but he's. He, I think he's going to be a strength. Um, I hear Nate is interested in current and former Ohio State wide receivers. The only thing he cares about is Ohio State wide receivers. I I think Olave. I like my wide receiver core. If Jameson can stop gambling, if Jerry Judy can get a good quarterback, you have Bateman. Bateman, I actually don't mind. I I do think he actually could be a favorite target of Lamar, no matter what. Um, so I don't mind my my wide receiver core. I don't know. I, I so what's your strat? What's your strategy on the NFL side to get? To get this team back to to prominence, well, back not back to, but get it to. You've never been there. Well, the the plan is to just continue building from the college side. Um, I don't have enough assets to like go trade, like go trade a. I mean, I've got some assets on the college side, but you want not going to get me where I want to be on the NFL side? Probably not. So I'm not. I'm going to ride those guys up into the NFL. Well, it'd be hard because, like, you can't even get rid. So, like, you're in this position that you cannot trade guys that are going to the NFL or perceived to go to the NFL because you need to build up that team. And honestly, your t- college team is probably the favorite to win it this year. Like, this is your year to win it. So, you can't really trade college producers either because then you're punting what side you're, you know, really close to winning. So it's like, yep. what, what can you do? Trade draft picks. If I didn't want to, I mean, honestly, at this point, like NFL side, I'm just riding what I got. Like if somebody's interested in somebody and they want to make a deal, let's do it. Like nobody's off the table on the NFL side. Really? I I've got some guys I favor over other guys like Olave, but Honestly, if somebody wants somebody, somebody wants to come get somebody, go for it. Let's let's make a deal. I'm looking for college assets or picks. Like it's kind of where I'm at. Or young what, NFL talent. What's the best way to get a trade done with you, tweet? If I see somebody I like on you, do I send just send you an offer? Do I, you know, talk talk about this player that I want and just talk them down about how bad they are. And like, I am doing you a favor by taking this guy off of your team and putting them on my team. Like what's the best way to get it. I mean, to get a trade done with me, it's like hit my DMS, hit my feet finder account. Um, <laughs> my only fans, whatever, like holler at your boy on all social media platforms. I don't, I don't, uh, discriminate you know what i'm saying so jacob had a question for you jesus while he's while he's is this the same jacob from last week no this is jacob belleville this is my our our co-host this is something he wanted to know he's a what 
He's a co-host. Oh. Well, maybe former. Oh. I'm not sure. I don't know. He's yeah. never here. What we roster more than 80 players between both leagues. You currently have seven players between both rosters that are desirable. How did you get here? I mean, we've touched on it a little bit, but he really wants to know. I mean, Jacob, I, I got here because of Nate. Nate took advantage of me on a dark, dark blackout day. <laughs> so, so booze. Booze might be the, the culprit, is what you're saying? Booze and Nate. Very well could be. I find it odd that Jacob, Jacob as a is a person that hasn't quite finished ahead of me in college ever, and he's Jacob just, has Jacob hasn't made the playoffs. Yeah, let alone just, just hasn't quite like done. Has he done anything really on the NFL side? Like this guy's the one that says I have seven seven desirable players and. It sounds like I should have more desirable guys to him if he can't make the playoffs in certain areas. So, well, let's let's look through it. Year one, he finished second to last on the NFL side, and he was like second or third to last on the NCAA side. What were you the first year? Uh, I'm middle of the pack in NFL, I believe. Maybe like a five. Did you make the playoffs the first year? Did I? I don't probably. think I did. So I think you probably just missed out. And then I, I just missed out. And then I got third in the in the NCAA. And then last year you got third, and Jacob did not make the playoffs. I'm just a reigning bronze medalist. Um, and then then NFL side, you finished last, right? Yeah, dead, dead last. Dead last. And then Jacob made the playoffs but didn't win. So currently, while you might have more undesirable players, according to Jacob, you have the same amount of championships. It's true. And, uh, you know, I don't know who his seven desirable players are on my team. I, I don't even want to know what he does with my desirable players. Like it's a little creepy. Um, Maybe you trade for him, Jacob. Yeah. I mean, if I got seven of them, like, why is it so hard to get a deal done with tweet? I don't, I don't even understand it. Clearly you want Dorch. Like, was that one of the seven desirable or did I have eight desirable? And then he got Dorch and now it went to seven. I'm assuming that's the case. So then you got Dorch back. Well, yeah. I mean, so went back up to eight. Yeah, I should be able to trade him again for another another asset. So, all right, this this comes from one of our uh, listeners there in Florida, Jacob. Ooh, French. Yes. Do you get a tax write off for our league dues since they're charitable donations? Hmm. I don't. Um. So I know a few things about taxes. I've been an underwriter in my life, but uh, you know, looked at them a lot. And you can't write that off. I would like to think. I mean, maybe Jacob gets his. He's got probably a better CPA because I think I think he gets very similar results. 
Um, and so maybe he does write his off charitable wise. Honestly, if we look at both of, um, cause Jacob, uh, sent in like his, his end of year results. I believe your ROI might be better tweet. I mean, we're, that's a lot of CPA talk and, uh, I don't think he's going to quite understand it. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But as a numbers guy, ROI is a good thing. So I think you might be coming up a top on that one. So yeah. let's move on to our next question here. We're, we're done with the fan questions. What is your biggest weakness on the NCAA side? Ooh. And you're, it looks like you're going to be the leader in the clubhouse. Power rankings will probably have you number one. In my opinion, like right now, like I got Igbuka, but he, like not elite talent. You don't have to have elite talent on the NCAA side to win it. But I'm still I'm missing I'm missing some wide receivers. Like so, what I'm looking at here is I've got some players, got some guys that are going to score some points going to be fine but i really need a lot more wide receivers that could project to the next level but also put up you know the igbuka style numbers 20 points plus and so that that's probably my biggest thing uh on, on my weakness side of things um on the college side also i mean Quarterback-wise, I got some proven players. Um, I could always get a little deeper. I, I, I carry a lot of quarterbacks, but I so, think my biggest weakness is definitely wide receiver. And then I think everybody can almost agree that tight end, unless you're rocking Bowers or something. Heck, yeah. You can, you can always in, improve on tight end. So, well, what say you? Impromptu question here. We've got Gadsden available in our supplemental drafts. Would you think about taking him in the first round of our supplemental draft to help you solidify that on the college side? He was a top 40-yard receiver. I think it was like 700 and some. So he's a top top 40 in, in yards last year from your tight end spot. And maybe help solidify that championship that you want, or do you gamble and move on from that and try to build something for the future? I don't take him in the first round. What if Brett takes him in the first round? Brett's got two first round picks. Then Brett stays ahead of you. That's fine. Uh, Is it fine? You want him to finish ahead of you? Like, I, I've got I've got a dream of winning the college side, but that also comes with going and getting some young talent to help continue building. I, I feel like sometimes I'm in that rock in the hard place where I want the I want the guy that's proven, but I also really want one of these young quarterbacks. So you want your cake and you want to eat it too? Yeah. Uh. So, so what are some of your strengths here on your team? On the college side? Yeah. I mean, 
say what you want. Quarterback is probably got a lot of them. Quarterback and wide receiver are my biggest strengths. I would say my quarterback situation is playing the right guys. I mean, I'm rocking Hartman, Penix, Will Rogers. I mean, are you, are you nervous about Will Rogers this year? I mean, the Pirates, you know, RAP, the Pirate, um, got a new offense coming in. Not really. I think he's proven enough that he'll be fine. But I also just have Drew Aller and and Daniels from Kansas just waiting in the wings too. So like, I'm not, I'm not in a in a position where. And maybe if Tyler Van Dyke can turn into something, I'm not in a position where like if Will Rogers or Sam Hartman, either one or either or don't work out, like I'm not in a position where. I'm struggling at quarterback. Um, now, obviously, injuries happen, that, but that can happen to anybody. Um, so, quarterback's probably my strongest point, but running back's pretty strong, too. I mean, I think we got the quorum stuff. We talked about that earlier. Um, we got Benson down at Florida State. Uh, I like his run. I think he's he's going to be great this year. Um Braylon Allen, we've discussed. I think Omarion Hampton gets more this year. Okay. Um, so I, I and then uh, Johnson, Michael, Michael Johnson out of Florida, Montreal, Montreal. Sorry, Montreal. We don't know who's playing quarterback. They're run heavy offense. Uh, I believe we know who's playing. Do we quarterback? Uh, isn't it Graham Mertz? Is that who's? Oh well. That just really solidifies the the Montreal talk about him. He had a good year last year. Should have a better year this year with Graham Mertz down there. So um, <laughs> the ex-Wisconsin guy, a.k.a. Grimm starting quarterback. Um, so, yeah, I, I like my quarterbacks. I like my running backs. So what are some of your strategies here coming into the, the supplemental draft? You talk about you, you kind of want to look at a – Freshman quarterback coming in your first round. Are there what other things are you are you looking to achieve here, strategy wise? I just I just kind of play my cards as they as they lie. I think last year I was fortunate enough at one eight I got Drew Aller, which Gosh. was very surprising. Um, shouldn't have taken Devin Brown. Shouldn't have done it. No. But the but the cards fell to me like that, and so this year I'm kind of gonna take one eight and and see what what falls. I think you never know what can actually happen, and we'll start there, and then I will I will build a team around uh, the freshman quarterback. Ideally, if not, we'll see what wide receiver. Who, who do you think's available there at one eight? We know Arch is going one hundred one. I, then you've probably got um, some combination here in the next four picks of Nelson. You've probably got more. You've probably got Branch and Cedric Baxter. So you got like Nico's might be there, Jackson Arnold might be there. Yeah, I mean those are two names that I can see being there. 
But I also can see Nico going earlier and then a more falling or or something like that. I, I not necessarily more, but I think one of those quarterbacks is going to be in play. All right. Um. And, and if they are, that's what I'm going to start my draft with. If they aren't, I'm going to just take a bet BPA or it's got to be quarterback. If it's not, if all let's say all the quarterbacks are gone, you just. No, if if all the quarterbacks are gone, I'm going to probably go pretty. It's tough. I mean, I think as like I said, as we saw our draft go last year, you just kind of never know what's going to happen. So for me, if those quarterbacks are gone, if not one of them is there, I'll probably go. I'm assuming Baxter's gone. Um, I'll probably look at wide receiver pretty hard. Okay. Just because it's a need. Um, then again, I can get playmaking wide receivers later. So we'll just kind of it, – it's hard for me to kind of project things just because I feel like our first ever supplemental draft really just kind of – It was wild. It messed my head up so much. Like <laughs> I'm like, why is Drew Aller sitting here at 1A? And that's – like – so now I don't know what to expect. And that's kind of so would you So would you rather stay at 1A, get who falls – whoever that is, or trade up and get your guy? Or do you not have a guy? I'm high on Dante Moore. I think that's been pretty well publicized. Um, no, I, I won't trade up. I why, won't. Why don't you want to get your guy, though? Because in my opinion... His like, ROI is not worth it? I mean, it really isn't, especially on these freshman quarterbacks. It stabs in the dark all day. Like, we still know Drew Aller, yes, is probably the starting quarterback at Penn State. He should be. He is. He is. He will be. But we don't know what the ROI is there, right? So I will just stay put and see what I got. Like, I'd rather stay put than give up the world. Like these trades, the first and second round of 2024's draft for a first round pick in the college side for one, two, one, three that Belleville was doing. Like, that's not my, that's not my move. Like, I don't want to give up my next year for this year to pick a guy that Nico weighs like nothing, looks like a stick and gets broken in half his third week of practice. Like, I don't want that. So, um, I'm, I'm a stay put. What if you were just to acquire another first round draft pick? Would you look to do that and have two first round draft picks? I mean, I'm always interested in that. Is it a, a necessary thing now? But if I were to get a second first round draft pick, I'd entertain it for the right price. For the oh, always, always. All right. Well, we're going on about an hour and five minutes here, so let's get to our last question. What player is the most untouchable on your NFL side? Um, of all of your players that you have, all of them. I mean, as Jacob would say, I have zero good players because um, he doesn't believe in anybody that doesn't weigh 240 pounds and his six nine. Or you know, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of similarities now that I think about it between him and Grim. There it's is. Like, 
you know, Grimm's always like his opinions always right on the players. Jacob's opinions are always right on players. Like, yep. Blows what is the- what is the difference between the two? Like, they always get after each other in the, in the chat, and maybe it's because they're both alike. I think it's because they're alike, and we couldn't throw them very far. Mm. Um, the throwing factor. I forget about that. Yeah, it's a big factor. Thank <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, my biggest, I don't know. Nobody's untouchable on the NFL side. I will say that, but I think, I think my two guys that I really like the most are, uh, Chris Olave. And honestly, I love Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid. All right. So let's see if I can try to find somebody roughly in that neighborhood. Would you trade Chris Olave for Anthony Richardson? Yes. Okay. All right. I need quarterbacks that don't have brain injuries. (laughs) What about Chris Olave? It's hard because he's a he's a young young wide receiver for Nicholas Singleton. Yes. Interesting. What about I'm trying to think of your team? Like you probably wouldn't trade for Christian McCaffrey because you know no. he's probably that doesn't make a lot of sense for you. You're not going to probably trade for another wide receiver because you've already got a younger one. What about Rocket Sanders or? Mark Andrews or George Kittle types? No. No. That's about all I got. Yeah. I, so, we did, so we did find one. We did find one. Anthony Richardson for sure, or two, and Nick, Nicholas Singleton. What about Jameer Gibbs? Or nope. Kyle, Kyle Pitts? Nope. Deshaun Watson? Nope. Whoa. That's kind of spicy. You wouldn't trade. You're looking for a quarterback, and you wouldn't trade for Deshaun Watson for Chris Olave. I'm not sold. Deshaun Watson's back. Okay. I am. I'm off the Deshaun Watson train. So. All right. So what else? You said Olave and uh, who's the other one? Oh, uh, Dalton Kincaid. Dalton, Dalton Kincaid. So we're not tight end premium of a league. So Dalton Kincaid. Let's see here. Where can I find my Dalton Kincaid stuff? He's pretty low. He's pretty low. Went high though in the draft. Going to a good team. Go, yeah, it goes to that that team in Buffalo. Would you trade? Dalton Kincaid for Jace McClellan. No. Dalton Kincaid for for Mac Jones. Ooh. Ah. No. Grim, we, Grim, we might have found somebody to finally take Mac Jones off your hands. No. What about 
Malik Neighbors. For Kincaid? Yeah. No, because damn it, Jacob would ask for three more draft picks on top of it. That nickel and dimer, you're right. What about your boy Will Levis? He's a quarterback. I want to say yes, but I d- I don't trust like what's happening down there. <laughs> like, do they know what they're doing with quarterbacks? Do they not? What about Sam Howell? I mean, I have him, but sure, I'll trade him to myself. Perfect. I would not. I would not do it if you had Sam Howell. I would not do it for Sam. I am. I'm on the Sam Howell train though, since I have him. Like, I want him to succeed. So, you also could trade. Maybe what about for Kenny Pickett? I believe Chad has Kenny Pickett. I I'd do the Kenny Pickett trade. All right. Partially because you're Steelers fan. Yes. All right. What about on the NCAA side? Who are untouchables? Uh, so Igbuka and Drew Aller would be my two. Like, what me. about for Ibuka, Quinshawn Judkins? Yeah. What about Drew Aller for Quinshawn Judkins? No. No. What about Drew Aller for Traylon Burks? No. Emeka Abuka for Traylon Burks? No. I'm not a believer in Traylon. Okay. What about... Abuka for Luther Burden. No. What about Abuka for Drake London? Ah, yeah. I traded Drake. Regret. Yeah? Who'd you trade him to? The guy that doesn't listen, doesn't post... Doesn't trade. Brett? You didn't trade him to Brett. Oh, Nate. Oh, Nate. Yeah. Nate. Gosh. Nate's turned it into a Brett. Oh, man. Well, maybe that'll do him good on the college side. Maybe he'll get second. What about, would you, would you trade Abuka for Debo Samuel? Uh... So the way, so it's hard because the way my NFL team is structured now. Do I think like if I were in contention, yeah, Abuka or another Ohio State wide receiver behind me, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I don't like JSN. Um, I really don't. I. He, this is probably going to blow up in my face, but I don't think Jason's that guy. I think I think Mbuka and Harrison Jr. are. I think Jason's going to end up fizzling. Abuka or DJ Moore? Well, Mbuka because he plays with an actual quarterback. 
Aller, I find it hard because he's a he's a young college, you know, quarterback. So yeah, you you could say Patrick Mahomes, and I'd be like, yeah, but like. So so what about uh, Donovan Smith or Devonte Smith? It's like Donovan Smith. I don't. Yeah. I was getting Donovan Edwards. Yeah. Devonte <laughs> Smith, a younger wide receiver who you know no. doing pretty well. No. No. Okay. Um. What about – would you rather have Drew Aller or one of these incoming freshman quarterbacks? I'd rather have Drew. Okay. Drew Aller or DK Metcalf? Drew. All right. All right. Well, I think, yeah, that will be a hard one, to, hard one to sell on that one. It has to be. It it would honestly have to be a hell of a guy and probably a hell of a quarterback, to be honest. What if it was like Lamar Jackson? No, <laughs> Lamar Jackson. What if it was one of those freshman quarterbacks plus, um, like a Marquise Brown? Or like a Miles Sanders or a Kirk Cousins or like you know somebody that would give you stability. Like a Kirk Cousins would give you stability at the quarterback position. Might might not be a solution, but you get an incoming freshman quarterback plus plus that guy. No, I think I'm still rolling the dice on the freshman or on Drew Aller. Right. Um, I kind of know where he stands. So the, the biggest thing is like yeah he stands typically behind the center, that's where he, he he's the ball. very tall. Um, but but like for me like one big thing is people that are established I guess like he's the starting quarterback for Penn State like yep these freshman guys coming in. We can, we can all kind of try to project. We can try to think, but there's nothing saying any of them are ever going to start a game. Or like I know Drew is going to start a game. So you think all the freshmen coming in probably are are going to have to sit? I mean, there's a chance. I don't know. I mean, Arch is going to start. No, oh, I was trying to get you. Hey. I was trying to get you. Hey, hey, hey. Trying to get you. Um, no, I, I just think I, 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 when I have kind of a known thing, I, I struggle going after the unknown unless I have the one eight pick and one of them falls to me, and then I'm like, hell yeah, let's let's see what we got. So, well, thanks for coming on. You know, I mean, I shouldn't say thanks for coming on. You're always here. It feels like now we're always missing out on Jacob. Really feel like he's lost the passion for for our league. He started up his own C two C league. He's falling so, apart. So I feel like he just doesn't. Ever since he did that, he hasn't been around and just he hasn't been around. Feels, feels weird. He doesn't message much in the chat anymore. Yeah, like what's up with that, Jacob? Like get grim going. That's the one thing you do well. He's been talking a lot about Tennessee whiskey. I don't know if that's a Chris Stapleson song or not, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I don't know. I, I asked him about, you know, 
things that have a good ROI, and he's talked about parachutes. That's that's interesting. I also think that's a Chris Stapleton song. I don't know what's going on. I asked him that same question, and he said, not Chef Boyardee, which was weird. <laughs> no idea what that meant, but... Well, next week, we have the last interview with the managers, myself. So, tweet... I'm going to let you and Jacob put all that together. Uh, for me, I can't wait to be interviewed about how awesome I am and what is it like to be on top and things like that. Maybe, have you learned anything from me? I mean, that that might be a good takeaway. I'm not, I'm not going to participate in such terrible interview <laughs> so that's what we got going on next week join us next week for that then we've got about two more uh weeks before our supplemental draft starts so big big couple weeks leading up to that it's out let's get excited so, so we've got <laughs> we've got two weeks open so in the chat put in there what you want to hear um whether it's supplemental related or Whatever it happens to be, maybe we can try to get somebody on to talk about some college players. I don't care. Tell tell me what you want, and I'll try to get that done. Um, but that'll do it for us tonight. I'm Luke Probasco. That's the Southern Bear. Rawr. Good night. Don't forget to start your studs. And don't hate the player, Jacob. Hate the game. And I'm Triple H. Good night. Time to play the game!